Hey there, folks. It's Aaron Morgenstein from FlexMedStaff.com. In this short video, Corinne and I discuss tail insurance, its expense, and why you need it, and who needs it. Let's dive into it. Enjoy. We're going to talk about uh, specifically the tail coverage. Um, we talked about claims made and occurrence-based policies and the fact that claims made policies, you do require a tail coverage when that policy ends. So I'm going to ask you uh, to give us, uh, you know, what you think is, what you, what you say is the tail coverage and why it's important and how much it costs. Yeah, so definitely this only applies to those individuals that have a claims made policy. If you have an occurrence-based policy, you generally do not have to worry about tail insurance. So if you're leaving a job or you want to terminate a claims made policy, you should consider if you want to get tail insurance. Now, when you're ending a job or you're terminating a uh, malpractice contract or policy, you can certainly do nothing at all. That plates you at great risk for a malpractice suit if it's filed after a claims made policy is terminated. You can also continue the claims made policy to the extent that it covers you for the statute of limitations. So for example, if I'm in a state where the statute of limitations is two years, I speak with a legal professional, I feel good about it, then I just continue that claims made policy for another two years and I feel good about it. Certainly the statute of limitations is different if you treat children, right? Because a statute of limitations doesn't start until that child is 18 years old or so. It's different in every state. So if you do treat children, having a claims made policy continuing may be more expensive than just getting a tail insurance policy. Now, if you do have to get a tail insurance policy, recognize that not all tail insurance policies are created equally. You have tail insurance policies that are one year, two year, five years, and some are infinite. I think we would all prefer an infinite, right? That makes a lot of sense. If you only treat adults, then you probably five is good, right? Because most states, the statute of limitation is going to be two or three years. It depends on when the complication occurred or when it was identified. That always confuses me. It's state by state. So five years sounds like it'd be pretty good. Infinite would be better. The other thing to think about is the expense of tail insurance. In general, what they do, and this will change over time depending on how hot or cold the market is for malpractice suits, is that your tail insurance is going to be about 1.5 times the mature rate of your claims made policy. So what do I mean by that? If your claims made policy is at least five years, usually it has matured at that point. And so you're going to take that rate and times it by 1.5. So if I'm paying $5,000 premium after five years and I want tail insurance, then I'm going to be paying at least seven and a half thousand dollars and so that can be expensive and i think that's why some people either don't do anything at all which is not wise but i think that's why some people just say screw this i'm just going to keep the claims made policy going for another two or three years now i think that a topic you like to discuss is nose coverage which is something like tail insurance but can you describe what nose coverage is yes so aaron um a nose coverage is something that you could look at negotiating with your next uh, job or your next employer. So um, it would cover prior acts 
basically prior events, and sometimes that can be cheaper than tail coverage when you're switching to a new insurance carrier. So you could negotiate that as part of your new job or employment if that's what you're doing and you didn't want to pay the expensive tail or you didn't have an option to pay that. Um, so just to mention when you negotiate the tail also, you can always, uh, it depends what's in your contract when you're leaving that position. They may want you to pay the entire one. Sometimes they'll split it with you. So there are ways to uh, uh, limit the, or go down on the amount you're paying. And you can also ask a new employer to help you with the tail coverage. So those are some of the options to deal with the expense of these uh, two policies, the nose and the tail. Yeah, I'll also add this. Uh, even if you have your own individual policy and you're not being provided a policy through an employer, you can definitely negotiate with a malpractice carrier who wants your business to also provide nose coverage. I think that's really important to understand. So in review, tail insurance is really important for those who have claims made policy. You don't have to get it, but it is wise to have one, especially understanding the statute of limitations if you treat adults or pediatrics is really important to understand your risk or your risk tolerance going forward. And so having a tail insurance policy is reasonable. If you don't get a tail insurance, you certainly put yourself at risk. If you're swapping to another malpractice carrier or a different employer, you can consider a nose coverage. These are all good options uh, for you to, if you're, if you feel like you need to be protected going forward and you're discontinuing or canceling a malpractice policy, a claims made malpractice policy. I hope you enjoyed this piece. If you did, hopefully there's more out there to listen. Subscribe to our channel if you can. Enjoy your day. Mm -hmm.